hello and welcome uh, to this first episode of the Places You Will Never Care About podcast, uh, the show where we scroll a little bit too far into the more forgettable places of planet Earth, see what vaguely interesting things might be hiding in the no-name towns in between. We're pulling off the highway. I know what your Tinder bio says, some cringy shit about loving to travel. Not all those who wander are lost. Wait, is that is that a Wanderlust tattoo on your wrist? I got it in Thailand. Cool. Um, yeah, this this is a real adventure. Uh, these are the real places of planet Earth. Pull yourself something strong. I have no idea what I'm doing, uh, but we'll give it a crack. So, we begin our series with a stop in the beautiful Canadian province of Saskatchewan, an immense, almost perfectly rectangular swath of land in the middle of Canada with the prized distinction of being so flat and boring uh, that none of its borders are dictated by geographical features whatsoever. Simply straight lines drawn in convenient places on a map as the old colonialist pastime went. Uh, somewhere in the central east, about halfway up the province, lies our first destination. Tisdale, Saskatchewan, population 3,200. Now, until 2016, uh, you might have been rather taken aback as you drove along the main highway into town. Uh, not for any commendable reason, uh, right there on the side of the road stood a large green sign with gold lettering. Welcome to Tisdale, the land of rape and honey. Uh, this is of course in reference to the large quantities of rapeseed oil produced around the area, and honey too, but we'll get to that in a bit. Um, but I guess over time, as the collective cultural lexicon shifted to using the term canola oil, advertising such a word on your welcome to town sign began to look rather uh, untoward. Um, as mentioned previously, this was changed in 2016, uh, but it probably shouldn't have taken that long. In 1988, the American industrial metal band Ministry also named their studio album The Land of Rape and Honey after seeing a souvenir mug from Tisdale. <laughs> it gets worse than that. Uh, this album has a distorted image of a literal burned corpse from a Holocaust death camp uh, for its cover art. Now, uh, if your town slogan was distasteful enough for edgy metal bands in the 80s, to be pairing it with images taken from the worst genocide in the history of humankind, you should have probably changed it before 2016. That's a fucking heavy way to start off the first episode. Uh, but anyway, now the now the motto goes, Tisdale, opportunity grows here, which is just that kind of perfect balance of cheesy bullshit that old white people uh, who still believe in their small rural towns seem to love, isn't it? Uh, speaking of old white guys, by the way, or white people in general, blah, 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 uh, the town council is comprised exclusively of old white guys, uh, namely Richard, Gord, Trent, Brendan, Carson, Brad, Mike, and the town mayor, His Worship, El Jellico. Uh, one of these seven men still has a full head of hair, which is, yeah, well, <laughs> um, if you work out the math, I think that makes it like, I think that makes uh, over 85% of the town council uh, to be bald white guys. Um, so, yeah, that's that's fun. Uh, but getting back to the honey part, um, Tisdale and the surrounding areas produce roughly 10% of Canada's honey, which is a lot. Uh, hence that part of the motto, motto, and the inclusion of a honeybee cartoon and much of the town's promotional material and souvenir. Uh, as part of, the, of a plan to attract tourists to the area, the Tisdale Economic Development and Tourism Committee um, which is presumably also exclusively white guys, uh, they commissioned a giant honeybee statue to be built titled The World's Largest Honeybee. 
Uh, it is 5 meters in length, 2 meters high, and has a 3.5 meter wingspan. Pretty cool. However, it is not, in fact, the world's largest honeybee. It's not even Canada's largest honeybee, for there is an even bigger one in Fleur, Alberta, uh, measuring in at 7 meters long and propped up on a 6 meter high column. I couldn't find any info on which was built first, so I assume the Tisdale bee came first. And they were like, yo, this is the fucking, this is sick. This is the world's biggest honeybee. And then some loser in Alberta was like, damn, my life's so boring. Um, here in Philea, I'm going to make a bigger bee. Um, unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, I'm sorry to say that the Philea bee is not only bigger, but it's also a much better looking bee um, with, with rounder segments and a more cohesive aesthetic than that of the Tisdale bee, uh, which kind of looks like it was made out of scrap metal by local high school students. So, besides from giant bee statues, what else is there to see and do in Tisdale? Uh, well, there's a nice walking trail, um, which is, yeah, runs alongside the river, which got good reviews on TripAdvisor. That's, I think that's the number one thing to do. <laughs> um, also flanking the river is the Tisdale Riverside Golf Club, which does look quite spectacular, I must say. You can play a round of nine holes for $26 or 18 holes for $44. Uh, contrary to the beautiful golf course, just across the road lies the Tisdale Lions Heritage Campground, which has to be the most boring campground I've seen in my life. An utterly nondescript square patch of dry grass with approximately 20 RV parks and a handful of tent spaces placed within pissing distance of each other. Uh, amenities include uh, picnic tables and drinking water, which is saying a lot. Uh, the nearest tree the nearest tree at a campground can be found across the street uh, beside the baseball diamond. Rates are just $15 a night for a tent space and range from $35 to $45 for RVs depending on which power supply you may need. Uh, furthermore, the Tisdale and District Museum is open during the summer months, boasting a collection of classic cars, a fully furnished 1920s home, and a selection of, quote, artifacts involved in a shootout between police and some criminals that occurred way back in the good days. Uh, all this for the bargain price of $5 per adult or $4 for students and seniors probably implies uh, that it's boring as all hell. But hey, they're trying. Uh, they'll even open it up the museum upon request during the off-season, if you'd like. Uh, if that isn't rural community pride, then, well, I could not tell you what it is. Uh, don't forget, they also have an adjacent nine-hole mini-golf course for, quote, added family amusement, uh, which is fucking weird phrasing, in my opinion. Um, but it looks pretty good. If you, uh, if you enjoyed the history and culture of the Tisdale and District Museum, you may also be interested in the historic Falcon Theatre. Opened in 1935, the theatre has been enjoyed by the Tisdale community for generations, showing movies most Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Unfortunately, the theatre was forced to close its doors for a few months under the height of the coronavirus pandemic. You may have heard of it. Uh, but thankfully, has been able to open again under new safety guidelines. However, this includes a reduced capacity, so be sure to arrive early to guarantee yourself a seat. Worried about sneaking your food into the movie theater? Not an issue here in Tisdale. I found a recent inquiry on the Falcon Theater Facebook page asking if it was okay to bring an entire birthday cake into the cinema, which was met with the candid response, No problems with the cake. We only ask that you arrive early to secure seats. Once again, uh, that's community at its truest. Recent showings at the cinema include timeless classics such as the SpongeBob movie, Sonic the Hedgehog, and Jumanji number two. Uh, the Falcon Theater is a true bastion of film and culture. May it continue to enrich the lives of the greater Tisdale community for years to come. 
Now, if you're more into sports, however, then perhaps the Recplex Center, completed in 97, will be of more interest to you. Equipped with an aquatic center complex, a 30-yard archery and shooting range, tennis courts, football and soccer fields, a gymnasium, an indoor ice hockey rink with the capacity for 1,400 people, and a six-sheet curling rink with licensed lounge, uh, the Recplex is the sporting hub of the Tisdale and surrounding areas. Uh, also included on the premises, or I guess adjacent, is the local high school, a community college, library, several meeting rooms, a community health center, and a small performance theater, which just goes, like, what more could a small town like that possibly need? I mean, that's a bunch of good shit right there. Uh, while we're focusing on the recplex, we couldn't possibly overlook the pride of Tisdale, the under-18 men's hockey team, the Tisdale Trojans. Unfortunately, the 2020 season fell victim to the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. However, the 2019 season was a great year for the Trojans, securing the 2019 Talus West Region Championship and taking home the bronze medal in the Talus Cup Canadian Championships, where the best and under-18 teams from all across Canada battled it out for the national title. It so happens that many of the current team were born in 2003, just a year after the Trojans put Tisdale on the map with a surround surrounding with a resounding 6-2 victory over the Dartmouth Subways from Nova Scotia to win the grand final of the 2002 tournament and thus become national champions. Pretty awesome achievement in itself, uh, but in hindsight, this victory is particularly impressive considering who was playing for the Dartmouth Subways that year, a 15-year-old by the name of Sidney Crosby. Now, if you know anything about hockey, then you understand why this is so remarkable. But for those of us who are less familiar with Canada's national sport, here are some quick facts for you. Just three years after losing the 2002 National Under-18 final to the Tisdale Trojans, Crosby would go on to be the number one pick in the 2005 NHL draft for the Pittsburgh Penguins and became captain only two years later. In, 29, sorry, in 2009, at the age of just 21, he led the Penguins to NHL victory making him the youngest ever captain to do so. Crosby would then lead the Penguins to back-to-back titles in 2016 and 17, making him a three-time NHL winning champion captain, as well as two-time MVP. He's also won gold, Olympic gold, uh, with the Canadian international team at the 2010 and 2014 Olympic Winter Games. The man is fucking good at hockey, all right? You get the idea. Uh, Because of these and a range of other accolades, Crosby is widely considered one of the greatest ice hockey players of all time, and I wager there are a good handful of ex-Tisdale Trojans players who just won't shut up about the fact that they once beat him, once beat him, like over 20 years ago. These guys will all be late 30s now. You can imagine the collective eye-rolling of all the women in Tisdale um, as they sit around in that shitty dive bar reminiscing over their finest hour, determined not let it, to not let it be forgotten, nearing 20 years after the fact. Moving on, food-wise, Tisdale is host to standard Canadian favourites such as A&W, Dairy Queen, and of course, coffee shop giant Tim Hortons, uh, but also has a range of locally owned enterprises, including uh, the following, Trombley Meats and Catering, Zara's Takeout, Great Wall Family Takeout, The Sweet Cup Cafe, The Spot Restaurant and Lounge, and judging by the menu available online, my personal favourite, Gus's Greek Ribs, where you can buy the soup of the day, Buy the liter for a mere eight bucks, or of course, a bowl for just three dollars fifty. Today's special is cream of mushroom. In no way, shape, or form is this paid advertising, Uh, unless you want it to be, Gus. Just hit me up. Um, But Gus Greek ribs, 
does have a four-star rating on TripAdvisor, so it can't be too bad. Almost all the comments left by satisfied patrons remarked that the short waiting time are interesting. However, all the negative comments mentioned that too, uh, and that maybe the food was available just a little too quickly, seemingly to suggest that perhaps there's a little bit of microwave action going on. Either way, once again, I don't really care. Uh, if most people are happy, then good for you, Gus. You're a local legend, mate. It's uh, people like you that make... This is totally off the script. It's people like Gus that make small towns what they are. So keep doing what you're doing, mate. Uh, now, perhaps this next part... Well, no, this next part definitely doesn't fit into this food segment. Uh, but honestly, it doesn't fit anywhere. Uh, what I'm about to say is what I would consider to be a fun fact. It is, however, entirely unsubstantiated in that I've only read this, quote, fact on Wikipedia and have been completely unable to find a source for this information. Uh, for this reason, I've called in my dear friend Jessica, who has a real passion for interesting yet unfounded claims. Jess, if you'd be so kind. The Tisdale 7-Eleven convenience store located at the corner of Highway 3 and 35 is by floor space the largest in Canada. Wow, thanks Jess. That's quite literally big if true. You're welcome. Righto, we're doing well here. Uh, Tisdale has all the necessary services and utilities of any regional town, including standard emergency services, as well as dentists, an optometrist, a chiropractic clinic, and a couple pharmacies. Uh, children can grow up in Tisdale without needing to leave for education, as schooling is available all the way up from preschool through to the aforementioned community college, which offers a wide range of programs, including both university and technical. Uh, I did have a good laugh when I visited the college website. See, I was checking out what you can study there. Um, and the first option, when you click on the button that says university, the first option that drops down from the list is options for hockey players. Uh, and the rest of the list is in alphabetical order. So literally options for hockey players is above things that say like academics or arts or whatever, um, which just goes to show sort of how important hockey seems to be. Um, very Canadian. Other services in Tisdale include four banks, a handful of churches devoted to various branches of Christianity, and a remarkable high, remarkably high number of mechanic and body shops. A quick Google search for the word mechanic returns 15 results, all of which specialize in some aspect of auto repair or spare parts, uh, which seems to be ex excessive for a town of just 3,200. It works out to be approximately one mechanic shop for every 215 people, including the children who can't legally drive. Uh, but then, of course, Tisdale is the service center for much of the surrounding area, all of which is farmland, so presumably uh, there's much farm equipment to be repaired year-round. Now, despite all these attractive employment options, education, and recreational opportunities available in this beautiful, once again, beautiful Saskatchewan town, the local council approximates the average starter home at only 100000 Canadian dollars, which is just a mere, a mere dent in the pocket compared to housing prices, in some of the more urban parts of Canada. So that begs the question, what are you waiting for? Quit your job, sell your shitty apartment in that grey part of town, and put your parents in a home, leave your significant other, burn any proof of your identity, and move to Tisdale, Saskatchewan. Opportunity grows here. <laughs> 